We are on a mission to empower busy women with the tools and skills they need to grow a successful, profitable and purposeful handmade creative business. A business that they are excited to jump out of bed for every morning. A business that allows them to quit the day job and start living life how they want to live it. Welcome to the Handmade Business Podcast with your hosts Anna Maria and Lindsay Warren. Hi everyone and welcome to Handmade Business Podcast. If you find this episode helpful, we would love it if you could share it with a friend who might also benefit from hearing the things that we talk about today. And please don't forget to leave us a review wherever you are listening, as this really does help us get the word out about the podcast. And it means that we can continue on our mission to help as many busy women like you grow a successful and profitable handmade business. So I'm really excited today because me and Anna have got a very special guest, Michelle Ramsey from Michelle Ramsey Design, who is a guest expert, and she's going to be talking to us all about branding. So thank you so much for joining us today, Michelle. Thank you for having me, ladies. We're really looking forward to this interview. So, Michelle, I would love you to start off by telling us a little bit about yourself and your business. Yeah, sure. So I'm Michelle Ramsey. I am a branding consultant and graphic designer, and I specialise in helping small business owners get their brand across to their ideal audience in a visual way. So that includes branding packages, logo design and graphics for anything really in your business, whether it's online or off. Yeah, and I'm I love your branding. I have to say I am biased because you've done some branding for me with my <laughs> coaching page and logos and some real lovely graphics of my handmade craft fair and my handmade business show. So yeah, I I know firsthand just how good your work is, Michelle. Oh, thank you. That's so kind of you to see. So I think we're gonna we're gonna kind of jump straight in with the with the questions. We're gonna kind of get down and uh, and and straight in there. So the first question that I've got for you, Michelle, is: Can you just explain to us what branding actually is? Because I think everybody kind of has this vague understanding. Yeah. But it it would be great to have from a branding expert a full definition of what branding actually is definitely so the the dictionary definition of branding is the act of giving a company and a particular design or symbol in order to advertise its products and services so really branding is an identity that represents our business and it makes us unique it makes us recognizable and it makes us memorable Everyone always thinks of your logo, which is a huge part of your branding, but there are actually several different elements that can help with that um, visually. So we've got logos, we've got colours, we've got fonts, we've got social media graphics, um, but really it actually extends further than just the visual sense as well to every type of interaction with your business and your brand so things like your tone of voice you know how you interact with your customers and also things like your brand values so what matters to you as a business owner and so say for example you might make vegan products or you might make you know ethically produced products 
Um, it also extends to things like the customer experience. So, you know, what is the packaging you use? And even in retail scenarios, things like the choice of music, the choice of lighting, even things like the choice of fragrance in a store. So branding really is about setting the scene for what customers can expect from you and your business. Oh, that is, that. yeah, brilliant. Absolutely perfect answer. I absolutely, I think, and as well, because obviously, you know, Lindsay and I have various different um What's the word? God, I'm so bad at these metaphors. Strings to our bow. That's it. Strings yeah. to our bow. We have various different strings to our bow. You know, we're in handmade business, but we both are experts in other fields as well. Me and Etsy and Lindsay and mindset and business coaching. So I think having a brand voice and being able to be recognizable instantly is really important. So, yeah, I think everybody should make notes on what you just said. Yeah, <laughs> that was just perfect. So, Michelle, I'd love you just to sort of share with us. Do you think branding is something that a handmade business needs? Because obviously, you know, you sort of mentioned like retails and shops and them setting the scene. What, what about us smaller business owners? Yeah, a hundred percent. Yes, I mean, branding is relevant to any business. So whether that's you know a huge corporation that employs you know thousands of employees or whether you're a one-person business, you know, creating products in your spare room. So branding is relevant to everyone. And I think with um, small business owners, especially solo entrepreneurs, there's this temptation to think, you know, this is for big businesses, this is for large companies. But actually, the principles around branding and the benefits of branding apply to every business. Um, I think sometimes small business owners don't kind of place the importance on branding because sometimes that, you know, starts off as maybe being a side hustle or a hobby and um, they're, they're thinking, you know, well, this doesn't really apply to me. Maybe people have designed their own logos, which is absolutely fine. But this sort of attitude of that's all you kind of need to do. But, you know, branding applies to the benefits of, of branding apply to every business, no matter what your size and um, and also what, what kind of industry you're in as well. Brilliant advice. Um, and definitely, I, I, I think when people think of it as setting the scene and the tone and everything like that for their business, they can see the importance of it so much more as well then, don't you, Anna? Yeah. Yeah. And 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 you kind of just touched on what I was I was going to say. What are the ban the benefits of good branding to a handmade business? But I'm I'm going to kind of twist that question around slightly. So obviously, overall, you've got let's say for an Etsy shop owner like myself, you've got obviously um, your shop look, but then also you've got you know your Instagram, your Pinterest. What do you think? are the benefits of good branding from a consumer point of view sort of so that you're recognizable like what what yeah. what overall do you think are the benefits of having excellent branding for a handmade business owner yeah I mean first of all it's about standing out from the crowd isn't it so you touched upon Etsy there or it might be Instagram or it might be you know you're at a craft fair something like that so you want to stand out from your competition and also you want to make sure that, you know, potential customers are seeing you as unique and also as being memorable um, and just sort of standing 
standing out, setting yourself apart from the competition. I think also there's a huge benefit of creating trust and connection with this recognition so you know we hear this phrase of you know know like and trust um which is really important for customers to have in our in our businesses we rarely buy on impulse and often we like to consider purchases before we make that final commitment so say for example i don't know you might be buying looking for a gift for your for your mother or something like that you know so we might look at something and see the perfect pair of earrings but then we maybe go off and we think okay i'm going to check out this person on instagram or you know maybe you've met them in real life at a craft fair or an event you might might take a leaflet you go home you start looking at things like their website their social media presence and customers need to have around seven touch points before they're ready to buy from you so each one of those touch points just you know an interaction with your brand so that might be visiting your website visiting your social media so at every point that someone comes into contact with your business you want to make sure that they're seeing that same message over and over again and they're recognizing you as oh yeah that was the lady that made those earrings that I was going to buy as a gift um, I think also it just makes your brand stand out as professional. It makes your business look a lot more polished. Um, and again, this in turn sort of builds on that trust factor with your ideal clients. You know, if you're spending money, you want to feel like you're going to trust the business that you're buying from. And then I think one of the other benefits that people don't often realize until they get their branding right is this confidence about putting yourself and your business out there so with all of that in mind I've just spoken about this kind of idea of you know being trusted and being seen and being memorable if you've got all of your branding in place it's much easier for you as a business owner to start putting yourself and your business out there and um, people feel much more confident about their websites if they've got all of their colors and fonts and branding in place same with their social media if they've got social media graphics templates for example you know they they kind of know what they're putting out there it takes the stress out of you know waking up in the morning wondering what you're going to um, put on social media so that confidence really starts to shine through once, once people have got all of that in in place and you know it just feels so much more polished and and professional yeah I mean definitely as a consumer from particularly Etsy myself if for example I could see a gift if we use an example as, as a gift I could see the exact same gift or a you know similar kind of in in the ballpark range in two different shops and the price is similar but the thing that will push me towards one over the other will most probably be the branding, the way that yeah. I, because it is like you say, the professionalism. And then if I hop on over to their Instagram and I learn a bit more about them and it's all kind of consistent, it's flowing, you're building that no like trust. And yeah, it is the thing that makes you stand out in sometimes very competitive markets where there are yeah. many different shops selling similar items you know everything's handmade so everything's gen generally going to be different but yeah. yeah the branding is the thing for me personally that would make me choose one shop over another so yeah I really really liked all the points that you just said there thank you yeah yeah I definitely agree with that as well I think that the branding can just make you look so professional can't it and I know when you've 
had really nice branding and you want to use it and yeah, yeah. I, I think it's definitely such a good thing to think about so Michelle we've talked about the benefits of good branding what do you think are perhaps some common mistakes that you see you know handmade business owners making with their branding Definitely. Um, I mean, this one sounds really obvious, but having no branding at all, you know, just kind of not not having any sort of thought about that. So obviously, we've kind of already touched upon why it's why it's important. But that's the number one mistake. Um, I think also um, some of the other things that I see again and again. So the first one is what I call going rogue. Okay, so um, this often happens when people are on Canva or similar apps where you can kind of create your own social media posts and things like that so there's often a temptation to be sort of distracted by shiny new objects you know so starting to do things like using tons of different colors lots of different styles lots of you know different fonts etc if you're creating things either for your website or for social media and what happens is instead of it looking like your business it looks like several different businesses so there's no consistency there. So um, that's that's the number one thing is just sort of not having a branding story that grounds you in that you're sticking to, um, you know. And remember, people are saying, especially on social media, we look at our grids and we kind of, you know, see everything that we're putting out there. But to a consumer, your images are in their news feed alongside, you know, hundreds of other accounts. So if you're not sticking to a clear branding story, if you're not having that consistency and if your branding isn't recognisable, then you kind of get lost in that in that noise. So, yeah, trying not to go rogue. That's that's number one. I think um, another one is choosing branding that there's no relevance or resemblance to your business and products. So this is often a common um, issue when people buy in a pre-made logo or try to create a logo themselves both avenues are completely fine and relevant and lots of people do it with success but what you want to do is make sure that the branding that you're choosing connects with your business you know it has some relevance to do with you know your business or the products that you're selling so don't just choose something because it's pretty or you like it it needs to reflect your business to a certain degree and then I think the third one that I see a lot is trying to do something that's a bit too complex so again this is often something that I see when people do a DIY logo so there's a sweet spot and a lot of it is about balance about balancing colors and you know the, the types of elements and things like that that you put into your logo so often people want to kind of cram too much into that and shoehorn too much you know and again going back to that whole thing of too many colors too many fonts you want to kind of keep it quite simple really so we want something that is instantly recognizable so a lot of it is about balance oh that that's brilliant Michelle thank you for sharing that because I think sometimes it you know we're so close to our own businesses and our own brands we can't always see the mistakes we're making yeah I think that's so helpful Thank you for sharing that. And I fully agree with what you said about the shiny new objects, because yeah. 
I know myself I can be in Canva I mean I love Canva I I yeah I I could live in Canva all day it's mm-hmm. quite dangerous but I can see a new font that they've released and be yeah. so tempted to just use it and I have to be like no it's beautiful but it's just not relevant to what yeah. you're doing leave it alone yeah. and I think I think that Canva's got you know it's got this little I don't know if you can get it on the on the um the free version but on the I have a premium version and you can create like the um like a brand low um brand color template so you can yeah. put all the colors yeah. I think that's really useful so that at least then you can stick to those colors it's always those colors no matter what you do yeah because I think and and Lindsay does this extremely well with raindrop crafts as soon as you see one of Raindrop Craft's images in the news feed, you know instantly that it's hers. And I think that it's really important because like we said before about building the no like trust, like to just look in your news feed, know instantaneously, yep, that photograph is from that person. It's just like constantly reinforcing the um, the brand, the brand messaging, the brand voice. And it, it can be, it can be overwhelming to do that and to stick to that when there's yeah. so many beautiful colours and yeah. there's so many lovely fonts <laughs> and elements and icons and it's it is really difficult. And I also really appreciate what you said about how, you know, when you're on Instagram especially, you see your feed as a whole. Yeah. But your customer or just, you know, your follower is only seeing that one post. Yeah. So, and you kind of forget about that. You don't yeah. realize that, yeah, you've got to make sure everything flows and that you're recognizable because nobody sees, well, I mean, people would see your feed if they clicked on your feed, but the average yeah. Joe isn't going to click on your feed every time they see your post. So, so yeah. yeah, I really, I really a- appreciate what you said there, but to kind of like link all that together, do you think that branding should be about you and your business or should it be about your customers like who should you be creating your brand for yeah so it should be about both so it should it should reflect you it should reflect your sort of personality so if we're talking about handmade businesses often it's a it's a one person business okay so you're at the center of your business and most small business um, owners are at the center of their business so you know, if you have a certain personality or if you have values that you're sticking to or if you have a certain type of style that comes out in your products and the things that you sell in your business, then your branding should reflect that. You know, and your branding can be lots of different styles. So it can be really feminine. It can be fun. It can be very minimalist. It can be pretty. It can be bold. So, you know, whatever your style is, you can have branding that reflects that it's just you want to kind of stick to one of those styles and and run with it but that will probably come through in your products as well you know you'll have a style in the the types of products that you make so it should reflect you your personality and, and what you do but also going back to that idea of setting the scene for your customer so they know what to expect from you your branding does really need to connect with your ideal customer and it needs to reflect you know what they're expecting from you what they're expecting from your products 
So, you know, if you're a jewellery designer and you're selling high-end items, does your logo reflect this? You know, does your does your logo, does your branding, when people land on your Etsy store or your website or your Instagram, does it look luxurious? Because that's essentially what you're hoping that people are buying into. So if it looks a little bit budget or if it just kind of doesn't hit the mark, then that online experience isn't there. Um, and so you have to connect with your customers and make sure that they're getting that message and, and encourage this consistent look and feel so your customers know what to expect from your business and your products. So I always use this example, Lindsay, you've heard me talk about this before, but um, so if you think about two very different retailers, you've got John Lewis, high-end department store, you've got B&M Bargains, okay, so both, you know, different retailers different price points they both sell very different things they have very different shopping experiences whether that's online or in store they attract different audiences for different things and their branding is very very different but it reflects what they're about so john lewis their logo is very classic it's quite timeless you know if you go into a john lewis store it's a really nice shopping environment. It encourages you to stay there and, and spend money and browse the products, etc. And what you're expecting in there is going to be a little bit more high end. If you go into B&M Bargains, you're going in there for something completely different. They've got very fun, punchy branding, very colourful. You go into their stores, the music's, you know, always quite upbeat. You go in there, you come out with a ton of value. You're going in there for very different things. So the branding, it reflects the two different retail environments. So you have to think about where you're pitching yourself and does your branding reflect this and will your customer understand this? Oh, I love, yeah, yes. Lindsay, so I know you agree. Yeah, so good. And I love the differentiation between those two brands because they are so different. And there is a time when we want to go into B&M and there is exactly. a time when we want to go into John Lewis. Exactly. And absolutely. I, you know, everything, like you said at the beginning as well, about like scent. So we're using yeah. music as the example, like the music in John Lewis is going to be very different. I mean, I'm not, I'm not even sure. Do they have music in John Lewis? I think they do. They must do, right? Do they? I don't know if they do, actually. It's, it's kind of, does it change? I feel like in the makeup department they have music. I don't know. Maybe, that, maybe that's just because I'm associating makeup with going out and listening to music. Yeah. <laughs> so I've got it in my head. But yeah, no, I love that differentiation. And yeah, that's that is that is an excellent example. So thank you very much of, for that. Oh, that's fine. One of the best examples of that kind of retail experience that I always think about because I think it's really really memorable is if you go into an Abercrombie and Fitch store, and when you go in, they're spritzing their perfume and their aftershave, so it's kind of you can buy that smell. You know, when you go in, when you go in, the 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 lighting's really quite low the the music's up really loud and it's kind of almost like a bar or a club atmosphere in there you know and so it's kind of when you go into that store you're completely immersed in that experience yeah oh that is brilliant and I think it's just it shows you just how powerful branding is doesn't it yeah about setting the scene about the whole experience that you're going to get with a business so yeah, I just love those examples, Michelle. That was brilliant. Thank you for sharing that. 
So I'd love, you are full of great advice for have made businesses listen to this, but I'd love you to sort of share with us now what you feel are your top three brand and tips for handmade business owners. Yeah, so I think the top one, and if there's anything you're going to take away from this, take this one thing, because for me, this is the most important, and it's keeping it consistent. So whenever someone sees you online or offline, make sure they're seeing the same message. So we touched upon things like your fonts, your colours, your logos. Make sure you're carrying this through into things like your website, your Etsy store, your social media. If you're doing leaflets, if you're doing any kind of advertising, make sure that it's consistent so people know that it's you. Um, I think the next thing is to review things from time to time and just make sure that your branding still reflects your business and your products and also it connects with your ideal audience so you know quite often when we start out in business we think we're going to go down one route and you might sell so for a handmade business perhaps you sell a few different types of products in the beginning you might specialize in something and realize that that's what sells or that's what you're passionate about making um, and that's what your you know customer wants to see more of so if your business expands or you know goes off in a different direction just make sure that you're looking at your branding and thinking actually does it still suit my brand and does it still suit what I'm trying to do with the business um and also with a review, you might have started off with a DIY logo that you've created yourself. You might have bought in a pre-made logo. You know, is that still doing the job? Which is fine if it is. But again, if your business has moved on and maybe the branding doesn't reflect that, then maybe it's time to kind of change that up. And then I think the last thing, and this one sounds really, really obvious, but use your branding. Um, so it's too many businesses have a logo designed and then kind of stop at that so you know make sure you're using your branding throughout your business make sure you're putting your logos on your photographs make sure that you know the social media templates that you're creating have your branding on it make sure that you know all of the different platforms that you're on have have what what you're actually you know what you spent your money or time creating we want to make sure that you're putting it out there because we think that people see this, but they, they really don't. You need to kind of push that message home often. I think using your branding is such a good thing as well. I know I did learn the hard way early on in business that I didn't put my branding on my product photos. And someone stole one of my photos and put it on their page and said it was something they were making. So yeah. had I have had my watermark on there, which is like, you know, a sort of, um, I just use my logo for my watermark, you know, I just put yeah. the transparency down, then they would have, that would have been a lot harder for them to do. Definitely. Yeah, so there's copywriting issues there as well. So yeah, yeah that's that's another thing to think about too. But I, um, I, I'm still thinking about the B&M and the John Lewis. Like, <laughs> I love that example so much. And I was thinking, yeah. you mentioned Abercrombie and, um, I could never say it, Abercrombie and... Fitch 
It is Fitch. I always want to say Fritch. I don't know why. (laughs) Uh, But I was also thinking of like anthropology and like even just like the flooring when you go in there and it's it's like slate and everything just kind of flows. And I know even, you know, like in in Morrison's, for example, I listened ages ago about how they they have different music at different times of the day because they know what customers are going to be in there and even down to the floor tiles yeah. like they don't want to have separate you know like um the lines in between a floor tile they want it to kind of just be a flow so that nothing breaks up your eye so that you're constantly looking yeah. at the shelves and they'll put certain things at certain um heights for children yeah. all of that is technically branding but it's also what you said before about understanding who is there and who's coming to your shop understanding your your target market is really important and especially if you are selling more high-end products or you're at the top end of a specific like for example with handbags with handmade handbags if you're at the top end of a handbag um price point you need to be expressing that through your logo yeah. and if you're kind of all over the place it could put your ideal customer off because that is not what they're expecting to see when they definitely. come definitely yeah. I think as well a lot of the things that you've touched on a lot of the things with branding and the customer experience they're actually subconscious you know they're, they're decisions that actually we don't sometimes know that we're making at the time you know so you know we we kind of form really quick first impressions from you know whether it's people or whether it's businesses and and also there are lots of kind of you know marketing tricks and things that that shops and um, retailers use so um, another one is when you walk into a supermarket you'll always smell bread because they have the bakeries near the front of the store because it's that inviting smell to get you in there you know if you think about the differences between say for example a fast food chain like McDonald's or going to a high-end restaurant you know in McDonald's the, the key is to get you in there and for you to buy and leave quickly so you know they don't have luxurious seating areas in there you know it's kind of white clean because they want you know they want you to come in and eat and and leave whereas a high-end restaurant is going to create you know a a different type of dining environment so it's the same type of thing like thinking about who you're trying to attract yeah and even things like where you know colors are positioned at certain points can spark emotions and yeah yeah, and I always find McDonald's to be very cold, so I will never take my coat yeah. off. <laughs> so yeah, it's exactly. literally like, get out. <laughs> they want yeah. to get out as soon as possible. Whereas, yeah, if you go into a nice restaurant, they keep it cosy and it's, you yeah. know, it's maybe romantic because they want you to buy alcohol because that's where, you know, they're, yeah. they're like the higher price points are. So they want you to stay there and, and buy their drinks and sit down and relax. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah psychology, I, that's that's my, uh, I was going to say my major, like uh, that's my major. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's what I studied. And yeah, part of psychology is very much in branding and marketing. This is how companies get us to buy their products so 
that all that kind of information is readily available from people like you. So, you know, learning from people like you, we can take all that information and we can take what's relevant to us in our handmade business and apply it. So on that topic, what services do you offer, Michelle? So my main services are actual branding design, so creating logos, colours, fonts, so you have that um, consistent branding story that we touched on earlier. Also, I work with um, clients who just want a rebrand or a refresh, you know, so have existing logos that they want updated or they want um, expanded upon. Um, also, things like social media templates, so I create unique designs that you can then drop into Canva, but it means that you've got something very individual that nobody else has and then other things like leaflets and you know advertising graphics and then if you're someone if you're a business owner that needs a bit of extra help with polishing your branding then I have an online masterclass called master your business branding so there are lots of bite-sized videos and it you know takes you through how to create a logo and nail that consistent branding story and you know there's sort of things about creating things on Canva if you want to look at that so um so yeah whatever people need really well that sounds absolutely amazing Michelle and I'm sure people are definitely gonna want to come and check out your services and find out more about you so where that's our sort of final question for today where can people find you yes so you can connect with me on social media I'm at Michelle Ramsey Design Instagram's my um, favorite platform for that or you can find me on my website, michellerandydesign.com. Oh, that's brilliant. Well, thank you so, so much for joining us today. It's been a really great show with tons of value. So, oh, um, thank you, ladies. It's been great. So thanks so much for everyone listening today. And thank you so much for being such an amazing guest, um, Michelle. It's been a really great episode. So thanks for listening again. And please do remember everyone, to leave us a review on iTunes, Spotify or Stitcher, wherever you're listening to us.